Well, this is Alan Lee, as Wes said, and I'm trying for a 2024. I actually tried for this this charm, but uh, I had no idea the biggest hurdle was going to be just getting to spread the word. And obviously, you know, I, I did this for like almost three years. And at this point, still barely anybody ever heard of me. So, you know, case closed for 20, let's shoot for 24, try a few different things, including with you right now. But, um... I'd like to apologize to you right now, Wes, because uh, <laughs> all the questions that you have prepared for me, I have a feeling that most, if not all, I'm not going to be able to answer. And it's not a cop-out. There's very valid reasons. I'd like to tell them to you right now, if that's okay. I hope I'm wrong, but I hope I'm wrong, but I have a feeling I'm going to be right. Well, first one. There's three, there's three reasons. First one. Uh, the platform, as most people call it, to me, I call it my core principle. It's the most important thing behind everything I'm trying to do. The platform, the campaign, the website, the ideas, everything is based on this. And what it is, is, believe it or not, I am I developed a system, which we can get into in the next podcast, if there is going to be another one, I hope. But I developed a system whereby we the people, <laughs> those three famous words, Everyone out there is going to decide their fate. Not Congress, not the President, and not me. They're going to decide on the issues. Not every one, of course, but the major ones. The ones that matter to them the most. Whatever it is. Healthcare and taxes, whatever it is. Just go down the list. And right now, I'm not in a position to ask 200 million people their opinions. Because their opinion will be my opinion. I will make my opinion subservient and secondary to theirs. My opinion is irrelevant. So I can't give you my opinion on a lot of issues for that reason, because my opinion is going to be their opinion. The majority opinion, that is. That's the first reason. Second reason, unlike Trump, I'm not planning on operating in a vacuum either. I listen to people, especially experts. I'm planning on having more advisors, more consultants, more experts, more scientists, doctors, engineers, on down the list, economists, than anybody has ever had before. And I will listen to them as well, and I will be guided by them. You know, on occasion, I'm sure I'll make the deciding vote. But nine times out of ten, I'm not planning on that. I'm just going to be one vote out of all of these other people, and they're going to help us decide what's up. And again, I don't have those group of people to ask questions of right now and pick their brains. So that's another reason why I might not be, might not be able to answer your questions. And the third reason, I'm doing this to win. Not for money, not for power. I don't give a damn about that stuff. I was brought up a lot better than that. That's, that stuff is crap. People matter. Lives matter. Kids matter. The planet matters. That's what matters. The other stuff is junk to me. We're doing this to improve the quality of life of everybody who's out there, including in other countries. Because if it's handled right, that can be done too, without costing $10 zillion. And also to save lives. Those are the two reasons. Improve the quality and to save lives. You can't win if you're a lefty. The righties won't let you. You can't win if you're a righty. The lefties won't let you. So again, if I come out with my personal opinion on either side, that's going to stop me right there from the other side. So that's the third reason why. I'm a pretty objective person anyway in general, even if I wasn't trying to do this. So uh, my opinion pretty much flows with the rest anyway in general, even before I started to do this. So ask away. I hope I can answer your questions, but I might not be able to. <laughs> I hope that makes sense to you. And I, and I didn't mean to throw you off. I didn't mean to throw you off with that, but, but it's the truth.
Yeah. Okay, shoot. again because of the stuff I said before I can't give you specifics but in general helping people people over money you know if you use your head and your heart instead of pushing money if it's done properly the money comes along anyway so I'm for helping help I'm for helping people yeah say no and not, not and not because I you know I, I was never registered as a Democrat my whole life the only reason I did that was a couple of years ago was when they changed the rules I heard so Bernie couldn't even get in unless he was a Democrat I figured well I might as well do that too but I was not registered as anything my whole life it's only been like three years and the only, the only reason I did that I was planning on running against Trump he's a Republican so I had to be a Democrat that's why I did that Otherwise, it wouldn't matter to me at all. And again, I'm a pretty objective guy. So to me, independent is the way to go anyway. That's for sure. about that on Facebook too but um, if I can summarize it I'm not trying to remember what I said but just try to answer your question um, I think big I always did that's one reason uh, you know when I was like um, I, I used to wake up in the middle of the night when I was like nine years old a couple of times sit up in bed like like thrust up vertically like a spring pushed me up I don't know how many times this happened but I know it happened a few times and my mom heard the noise, I guess, me shaking the bed and said, what's wrong? I can't sleep. Why? I can't stop thinking. And she knew what I meant. She didn't even have to ask me. Actually, I did, I did, I did answer. I said one word, everything. And this is like a nine-year-old kid. When I said everything, I didn't mean like, um, well, am I going to have uh, Frosted Flakes or Cheerios in the morning? Or what video game am I going to play? Or what color shirt? That's not what I was thinking. At that age, I was already thinking about the human condition, life and death, you know, everything that, I, that a nine-year-old kid could possibly know about, about life, and I knew more because I was very perceptive, very observant, 
and it just bothered me, and I just could not stop thinking about this stuff. So, at a really early age, I started thinking big, and I can't turn it off. That's one reason. And the other reason why I want to shoot right for president is these people dying, these people suffering. All these other people can't get anything done. I know I can. With the system that I developed, we can get, we can bypass certain people in Congress in a certain way and get things passed, regardless of who the president is. It doesn't have to be me. But since I developed it, I think I can implement it better than anybody else. There's just too many people dying and suffering. People don't, you know, they talk about it and it's like, well, people die anyway. Yeah, well, I don't go along with that. Sorry. One person dying is one too many for me. So I'm in a rush to be president right now because I want to save some lives, as many as possible. Post about that too on Facebook, just about anything you can think of, I put post on. <laughs> um, I have one uh, listed, uh, yeah, I have one uh, listed called Reparations. It's a mile-long thing, but if I remember right, see, I think that if things are handled properly from the top level, people cycle down to the lower levels. People get the idea. People, look what happened with Trump. There's people injecting themselves with bleach because the president said it's okay. People listen to the president. If he's right or wrong, they listen to him. They follow his lead. If the lead is proper and righteous and just, so much the better. We'll lead people down the path of light instead of darkness. And I'm not just saying that for words. I really believe it. So again, if things are handled right from the top, it will cycle down to the local cop level as well because they're going to follow the leader above them and they're going to follow the leader above them right up to the top where I am sitting by doing things the right way. Setting an example, changing some laws, making more, um, uh, I can't remember the name of it, what it's called, but <laughs> uh, just, cha just changing laws and changing rules to make it easier for minorities to get ahead. Because they've been put behind too long. That's for sure I would change many things. I, I, the list is too long, it's, it's, on, my, it's on my post. But. Actually, I uh, can't think of any details right now, but trust me, it, it's in my head. <laughs> That's where the post came from. Same as everybody else does. Uh, I don't see any, anything different with that. When I was running for 2020, I did make several hundred dollars. I didn't fly with the FEC. I, I didn't see any reason to, because if I wasn't approaching the $5,000 minimum limit, there's no reason to do that. I, want, I didn't want to get bogged down in paperwork. 
or missing a deadline to file, I have to pay some stupid fine, not knowing enough about it. And I was right, there was no reason to do that. But uh, I know that's part of the procedure, if you're going to really go all the way, and I'm planning on doing that in 2024. And it's, I did raise several hundred dollars. I did, did put ads on in local papers and also on Facebook, social media. And it didn't help too much. So, But again, I still have some of those links on my site, and I'll put it in again. Act Blue is the biggie for Democrats, I know. So, But, you know, in this case, see, in my case, it would have been far better if Trump won. It's better for the country, I think, that Biden did, by far. But if Trump won, it would have been better for me for 2024, because the field would have been open. Now I'd have to be running against Biden, or Kamala, or Trump again, or whoever the Republican is going to be. It's going to be a lot harder. But I'm still willing to give it a shot. back a few years, there were climate, climate deniers, climate change deniers. There's no such thing. It's not happening. You don't hear too much of that anymore. Everybody knows it's happening. So now the people that, that were opposed to it before, they changed their tune. Now they're saying, okay, it's happening, but it's a natural cycle. It's not because of people. Uh, even, if that's, even if that's, which I disagree with, of course, along with the scientists, but even if that's true, regardless of who's causing it or what's causing it, we know how to stop it. And it's killing people, it's hurting the economies of the planet. It's ridiculous. There's, there's many, again, I would tap my pool of, of uh, consultants on that, of experts, but I know something about it already, of course, if to kill fossil fuels completely, and that's not going to kill the oil companies. You know, in World War II, the big car companies had to retool completely. They stopped making cars, they had to make tanks. And they did it, they did it fast, and guess what? They still made money, they still made a profit. These guys have a lot more money than those did back then. They can retool also, make solar panels. A lot of people never heard of wave machines. There's a lot more power in waves than there is in a 50 mile an hour breeze, if you know what I'm saying. A lot more. Europe is using them already. They have to be fine-tuned a little bit, but they work. Of course, wind turbines, nuclear, the list goes down. Geothermal, hydroelectric, anything but fossil fuels. It kills people. It's killing the planet. Changing laws, of course, protecting the oceans, protecting the lands, pollution laws. The list goes on and on. There's a million things you can do to slow it down. I was brought up with science. Everybody was surprised I wasn't, didn't turn into one, actually, but... I still think like one, even if I'm not one professionally. <laughs> thing I wouldn't do is throw out the doggone book that President Obama made before. The plans are already there. And again, I would 
consult the experts. But, um, you know, I do um, some private tutoring, and uh, one of the kids that I tutor is in China. Tutoring him for years. And, as we know, China has no pandemic anymore without a vaccine. They got rid of it real quick because people were forced to listen to the government. In this case, it was good. If you have an authoritarian dictatorship-like government, of course, it's not too good. In this case, they got rid of the doggone germ like that. It was gone in just a few months. There's some spikes here and there, but it's nothing like us. We have 50 governors all doing different haphazard, ridiculous, unrelated things. You have to be consistent with this thing. You can't leave any openings for it. It's a germ. It's tiny. It can go anywhere. You breathe on somebody and it goes, you know, 50 feet. So, again, there's many things that could be done. It's done the right way. Mass social distancing. You know, one of the things that I think of, that I would do, if I was president right now, when it's peaking right now, it's like worse than ever. And we're going to have half a million people dead fairly soon. I don't know if the vaccine will be out in time to stop that. I doubt it. But Biden can make enough changes. I doubt it. But if I were president right now, I would declare martial law and make mass mandatory for everybody. You don't, you get fined here in jail. And guess what? In jail, you're in close quarters. Now you're going to get corona for sure. <laughs> Pretty stupid, but that would save lives. The purpose is to save lives. If it's an inconvenience for a little while, tough. I'm trying to keep you alive, okay? What's more important than breathing? Your rights? I don't think so. If you're dead, you have no rights, do you? I heard that too. She's trying to tell them to FaceTime and call your family members right now and say goodbye because you are dying. And they still refuse, oh, I have lung cancer instead, you're wrong, it's the flu, whatever, you're, there's no such thing as corona. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I've heard all the stories, trust me. This thing is like, you know, maybe a lot of people haven't read as much as you and I have, but the way this thing kills you, it's not just that it kills you, it's like just about the worst way to go. And a lot of, and a good, good percentage of the people that it doesn't kill, it screws up your heart, it screws up your brain, your other organs, pretty much forever, they think. Yeah. And who else if the insurance company is even going to cover that? Yeah. Yeah, that too. Why'd you ask me that one? <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I'm going to answer it in a sort of a back-ended kind of way. Um, well, one thing is when there's a bad country doing something that we don't like, we put economic sanctions on the country. It's the most ridiculous, stupidest idea, and I can't believe presidents that are even like, like Obama, did that. 
it doesn't there's like five reasons i hope i can remember them all right now that's ridiculous number one what's the purpose of sanctions it's to stop this country from doing something that we don't like which is usually killing their own people his own people sometimes in a really bad way like with chemicals or whatever uh, so let's say we put some sanctions on this country uh, people are forgetting the type of mentality that you're dealing with the president of that country, he's a dictator. He doesn't give a damn about his people. So we put sanctions on them, how do they react? Oh, you can't push me around. Guess what? I'm going to kill even more people. And guess what? He does. So look, number one, it does the exact opposite of what we're trying to do. That's number one. Number two, the people living under a dictatorship, they're already, in the, already living under harsh conditions. Talk about um, shortages? Are you kidding? A lot of these countries probably don't, people living there probably don't even know what the heck toilet paper even is anymore. Just, and that's not a joke. But they're already living under hardships. So now we're going to cut, cut the supply to them even more. That doesn't hurt the dictator. He's living high, high almighty. You know, he's got the black market. He, he can get whatever the heck he wants. His inner circle gets anything they want. It just hurt, hurts the people. It's not the people's fault. It also screws up our trade. We're probably trading with that, that country, believe it or not, even though they're a dictatorship. It screws up us. It screws up our allies, because they were trading with the two. That affects us also. The list goes on. It's, it's ridiculous. So that's one thing I would definitely not do. There are other ways without doing that and without dropping bombs and without putting our boots on the ground. Think smart. Think outside the box. I've done that my whole life. It's easy for me to find unorthodox, unusual solutions that work. I don't care what they look like or smell like or sound like or taste like. If they work and solve problems and save lives, bingo, problem solved. So that's just an example of economic sanctions. There's other things I would do too to answer your question. But... Uh... I would go with the opinions of the experts on that one too. Talk to the you know Pentagon chiefs and etc. The military people, they know exactly what's up there. From what I've read, a lot of them like we're pulling out of Afghanistan, for example. The people that have been there and know the ins and outs of the country, they've been doing it for 10 years or longer. They say it's really going to make things bad for us if we pull our people out of there. Really bad. The terrorist groups... Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, uh, you know, uh, again, it's a team of experts. I'm planning on not uh, pulling, pulling from the left or the right. I'm pulling from the middle and, and maybe an equal number from the left to the right to even that out. It's a more broader representation. Yeah. basis behind my entire platform again the whole the whole campaign this formula I figured out it's on my website it's about 10 steps long uh, I left out the 10th step actually because um, I know I would have to use it but I would rather not tell anybody what it is <laughs> that's like uh, you know fire all fire on all tubes but uh, before I got to that point 
uh, in general, I don't have all the steps in my head, but in general, uh, let's say, for example, it's um, taxes. That's the issue we're going to talk about. First, I would put out some surveys, lots of surveys, lots of polls, including social media, and get everyone's opinion on what they think. But before I even did that, you know, the solutions to all the world's problems, all the country problems, everything you could think of, there are solutions already. Don't you think these things have been analyzed by experts over the decades? Of course they haven't. They came up with solutions. They just haven't been implemented. So the very first step I would do is, for any issue, let's say it's taxes, do some digging, find out what all the experts have concluded with all this stuff, pick out the top two, maybe the top two most common ones that most of them say, and I would present both of them to the people out there and say, which one do you want? Then we do a little survey, or actually a very big survey, find out which one they want. Then, would, then I would go on, online, on TV, on radio, etc., especially on your show, and, uh, and uh, present those two to everybody and explain the differences, the pros and cons, with maybe a simple to explain chart. Well, if we do this, this is going to go up. If we do it that way, it's going to go up, but not as much. But you tell me which one you want to do. And then you decide. At, at, that, at that point, I would present that to Congress, a joint session. The people out there who are our boss, your boss and my boss, they want us to do this. I'm telling you, I'm being the messenger. This is what they want us to do. Now let's have a vote. If they don't, then other I mean, if they don't do it after they vote, which they usually don't, then other things will happen. There's other steps that I came up with again. It, it leads up to, of course, voting them out of office and voting in people who will listen to the people who are out there. On that note, if I could just say one more thing. Um, it's related again. You know, the president, all elected officials, they're, they're chosen by the people out there. They are our boss. You know, the people that are, the average person out there working, me, you, whoever, if we don't do our job for any extended time, or don't let the boss know what we're doing for any extended time, what's going to happen to us? You get fired, pink slip, pack up your junk and get out. Don't you think that should apply to people making life and death decisions? And affect everybody's life? Of course it should. Including the president, including the vice president, including all members of Congress. If we don't do what the people want us to do, we have no right to sit in that doggone padded chair making a zillion dollars. We're not doing what they tell us to do. They are our boss. And because of that, the press, which includes you, my friend, is my most valued aspect. Because you would, be, you would be the direct link to the people out there. I would want them to know exactly what I'm doing, not 24-7, 25-8. Because they're the boss. They're supposed to know what we're doing. I'd have a press conference once a week, not once a month, like other presidents have done. And I'd let everybody know what we just did, if it worked or if it didn't, and what we're planning to do next. And next week, we do it again. I want them to know. They're supposed to know. They are our boss. They hired us. As president, if I ever were lucky enough to be one, if I didn't do what they wanted me to do, they should impeach me. And I have no problem with that, and they wouldn't even have to, because in my case, I'd just resign. If I did anything stupid like that, which I never would, but this is my idea. But that would apply to everyone, and I would actually put Congress on notice. If these people have hired us. We are their boss. If anybody doesn't listen to them, you will be fired. 
and I will be a representative of the people, and I will help them fire you. And I will do that. So that's my answer to Mr. McConnell, and etc., etc. that too much, because I can't think of every single detail, every single issue, but in general I would say uh, the more people that are able to vote, the better. That's what it's about. It's more of representation of the broad range of people that are out there again. Uh, I know that uh, the Supreme Court knocked down with the Voting Rights Act, I think it's called, in a few years ago, which was pretty ridiculous in my opinion. It took decades to get that thing instituted and then knocked it down. <laughs> So I try to get it back up again and expand from that point. The more people that vote, the better. There's almost no fraud decade after decade. It's extremely rare. Trump blew it out of proportion, of course. He tried to force himself back in. But if you look at the, at the data, it's extremely rare. So more people should be allowed to vote the more that they have to be citizens, of course. But the, the restrictions should be loosened as long as they can be verified. Oh, that's part of my uh, part of my equation, part of my uh, core principle again. Definitely, definitely, that's a big part of it. specific, but again, what I would say, just two quick things, I just want to thank you for the opportunity, but also, um, I'm glad I didn't mess you up too much with that initial stuff I said, um, and this is my first time doing this, so I want to be on record for being a little bit nervous, I know it was picked up in my voice, I want to let everybody know about that, but hopefully it'll, it'll improve, but aside from that, um, like I said before, uh, I was brought up, you know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a bragging kind of guy, that's for sure. I'm extremely unpretentious. I, don't, I hate showing off. I grew up with a kid who was a bragging to show off. He drove me nuts. But anyway, I'm, I'm the total opposite of that. So, But keeping that in mind, yes, I said I'm the honest, real, and poor guy. That's, that's you know, my call sign, if you want to say that. And by real... I mean, real. That's why I put that in full caps, sort of like Trump does. <laughs> I am very honest, that's for sure. I am very poor, that's for sure. But hey, if I had to pick one out of the three, that's why I made, made a real full caps. Because I was brought up with a very unusual mom, much more than dad. And she instilled in me extremely high morals and ethics. 
So I would not rule as a dictator at all. I wouldn't rule at all. I would just try to be a leader and show people the light, the right way to do things. Because I was brought up that way. And there were a lot of people out there listening. They were too. If they have someone who does the same thing they do, it's attractive to them. And then maybe that's one of the reasons why I have a sort of a high likability factor. I really think I do. People that I've met over my whole life, way before I started doing this thing, uh, after I mean, after like one time, they just like me. In fact, some people even start telling me they're in the secrets, believe it or not. I just met them, and they trust me. And guess what? They can trust me, because that's the kind of person I am. Uh, one, one last thing real quick. If anybody wants to uh, look at my website, uh, it's a little difficult to give you a link, audio-wise, verbally, but it doesn't matter in my case. Uh, just type into your search bar, or Google or whatever it is, just type in the words honest, real, and poor guy, and then the number four, and then the word president. So it's honest, real, poor guy for president. And then click on Google Sites, and that takes you right to the site. Thanks, Wes. I hope so. Thanks, Wes. You too. Thank you. Uh, you stopped recording already. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. You said you could send me the link. And um, I hope we can. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can. I hope you can do this again. So let's uh, see what happens. And uh, you have my you have my email. You got that right? Yeah, maybe you can knock off the first minute because I was like a, a little bit of a jumble with the phone. So. <laughs> Yeah, I figured you were an expert on that, so. Well, you could be on my expert team, too. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. Take care.